Welcome to Unleash the Awesome with Dave Gambrill. All of us have unique skills, talents, and abilities that aren't being used to their full potential. Our mission is to share the people, tools, apps, and other resources that will help you unleash your awesome on the world. Yo, what's up? It's Dave. Welcome to another episode of Unleash the Awesome. Today, let's talk about you better love it. Yeah, you better love it. What I'm talking about here is you better love what it is you're doing. I see a lot of people, me included, actually, when I was young, you know, chasing the almighty dollar, chasing after the high-paying job. I went to initially to a pharmacy school thinking I wanted to be a pharmacist because it was a good job and it paid good money. And I got into pharmacy school and I was like, I do not like this one bit. <laughs> so I did not love it. And I was thinking at the time, like, man, I don't want to be doing this for five minutes. I can't imagine doing this for my entire career. I don't want to be doing this for years. And I think people still get stuck in that trap of, you know, chasing the dollar. And the reality is there's actually not a better time in the history of the world right now to be able to make a living and probably make a lot of money, not just a lifestyle business, which is kind of what what I teach and and Tim Ferriss talked about in his book, The 4-Hour Workweek. But like, if you wanted to do a serious business, we're talking multi-millions of dollars uh, a year, you can do it now doing something that you love. It doesn't have to be something else that's lucrative out there. There are so many ways now for creators to get paid. And so if you were thinking about doing something, I would ask you to consider, can you see yourself doing it for a really long time. Seth Godin in his book, The Dip, talks about, can you see yourself doing this for 10 years? Because the reality is, as you're putting something out there, as you're creating something, as you're you're sharing your life's work, your, your passion with the world, even when you're doing that, you're going to run into setbacks, right? And one of the best definitions of entrepreneurialism, <laughs> let me try that again, entrepreneurialism uh, that I've seen is going from setback to setback with enthusiasm, right? So if you don't love what you're doing, if you don't think what you are sharing with the world has value and you don't really get into it, you know, like you don't get like so excited that you lose sleep about it, then it's probably not something you should be doing because you are going to run into situations that I've talked about this in previous episodes of the podcast. I'll make sure I put them in the show notes for you. But you're going to run into a situation where you get in this phase called conscious incompetence, meaning you're going to be doing something and then you're going to get to a point where like you were trying to do the next step and then you realize conscious incompetence. You realize that you don't know what you're doing and now you need to figure it out. So for a lot of content creators, maybe you want to figure out how to share your passion with the world through the written word, right? And like the old school way of blogging, yeah, you could blog and maybe sell ads or get it sponsored or hope that you have enough links in there and affiliate uh, payments and things like that that could help you pay for or make a living with a blog, right? And that, that's that's one way to do it. And you can certainly still do it. You can get a search engine optimizer. There's lots of ways to do it. I know lots of people that are doing it right now. But there's even easier ways now through something called Substack where you can write information in a very specific niche. It doesn't have to. I know when I talk about writing, a lot of people think about fiction. But you could be helping people solve a very specific problem using the written word or kind of like a blog post or a newsletter. And and what Substack allows you to do is have a paid newsletter, essentially, or a paid blog, a paid blog and newsletter. And they take a very small piece of the transaction fee, and you can either have it be free or you can have some 
different subscription options to your newsletter or to your blog. And one of the examples I'll give you is there's this uh, person, Brittany Joyner, who she writes a blog or a Substack newsletter on Trello, one of the tools that you've heard me use a lot. I talk about a lot on this podcast uh, and I use it really well, but I guarantee I'm not using it to its fullest potential. And she has a thing on Substack about how to basically become a Trello super user. And so I subscribe to what she's doing and she has different subscription options. One of them, the highest one is uh, you even get an hour consultation call with her and she must really love Trello. You could tell she's really into it because the stuff she shares and the use cases she shares are so creative. Like I can't imagine you'd think about some of these things if you didn't love it. And it comes through in her writing, obviously. And so she shares ideas about how to use Trello more efficiently and effectively. And I'm like, you know what? I could spend all my entire waking hours trying to figure out how to use this thing and not use it as well as she does. So why don't I subscribe to her thing or pay for her thing or whatever? Yeah, she's helping me solve a problem and that's very valuable. And yeah, she's making a living out of doing that. Then you could do some quick math on, you know, if you got people to pay 10 bucks a month or whatever. Now I've mentioned this as well on this podcast a, a number of times, the blog post from Kevin Kelly, 1,000 true fans, right? If you could get 1,000 people right? A thousand super users or true fans, essentially, to invest a hundred dollars a year in what it is you're doing. That's a six figure business. And for a lot of people, that's life changing. That would take you out of your nine to five job. There's data that came out last week in the United States that talked about, I forget the specific number, but lots of people are still, still leaving their full-time jobs. And I think what's happening, and we're not going to get into the politics of it. A lot of people claim it's like as simple as that, but I, I think there's an underlying current of People are starting to realize that they don't need to do a nine to five job that makes them miserable anymore. Like there are ways to get paid online. You could be a, a fitness trainer and do Instagram lives and get paid through Stripe or Venmo or PayPal or I am just missed a whole bunch square like cash app. Right? You could be doing that. You could be doing what I just talked about Brittany does with Trello. You could be writing something and helping people solve a problem in a very specific niche on Substack and making money. You could create a YouTube channel where like I watched this one from Kara and Nate. They live in a, they drive around in a van all over the United States prior to the pandemic. They used to travel the world and they have a vlog and they get sponsors on their vlog. So they basically are getting paid to travel the world and do what they love and they're getting paid through sponsorships and other affiliate things like that. Like there is no reason really anymore for people that have the aptitude and the attitude that they they can share their passion with the world. It doesn't just need to be a hobby anymore or a passion project. You can make your passion project be a full-time thing, right? And again, if you want to really push it and, you know, make millions of dollars a year that you could, but for a lot of people, if they could just make $50,000 a year, or $100,000 a year, right? That would fundamentally change their existence. That would, For a lot of people, that would be a lifestyle business that would change their lives, right? They wouldn't have to sit in traffic on their commutes and worry about being on Zoom calls all day, talking about stuff they don't really give a rip about. They could be living their life and unleashing their awesome on the world, which is what this podcast is all about. So that's why I share tools like this with you. If you haven't checked out uh, I have a, a newsletter of my own or an email list, uh, something called Tech Tools Tuesday, and I'll put the link in the show notes for you where every Tuesday or, or pretty much every Tuesday, I share an email. Sometimes there's a video with it where I talk about some of the tech tools and things that are out there that'll help you with this, This that'll help you unleash your awesome, help you get your passion project out to the world in a way that you can monetize it. There, there's so, so many ways. You can even have paid podcasts now. One of the platforms that I use, Kajabi, to host my courses 
you can have a regular podcast just like you're listening to right now, but you could also have a paid podcast. So maybe people who are getting your courses are part of your membership groups, which I run a lot of those on Kajabi myself, you could give them access to a paid podcast. So maybe, as some people will tell me, maybe you have a face for radio. <laughs> maybe you don't like to be on camera. Maybe you don't want to do videos, a YouTube channel or whatever. So you could do a podcast. You could do Substack and a paid newsletter. Matter of fact, Kajabi's actually coming out with a paid newsletter feature uh, pretty soon. I don't know the timeline on that. But, but my point of all of this, of, of talking to you for the last eight minutes, is to inspire you. Like if you are frustrated, if you're listening to me sitting in traffic right now or you're at the gym at like five o'clock in the morning because that's the only time you can work out because you got to get home and get the kids on the bus and get to work and do a job that you just absolutely hate. Like if you're in that situation, I'm here to tell you there's hope. There's hope. You can actually share your stuff. with the world. You can build a side hustle that can make 10, 20, 30, $50,000, right? And I'm not making income claims, by the way, that none of this is get rich quick. Now you have to put in some effort, but if you really love, that's what I started with, and that's what the title of this podcast is, if you really love what it is you're doing, you'll persevere. Like if you have to get up an hour early or or stay up an hour later after you put the kids to bed or whatever to work on your thing, you will do it. And I was inspired to share this with you this morning. I was listening to another podcast, How I Built That with Guy Raz, which is awesome. If you're an entrepreneur, you should definitely listen to it. And he was talking to, I think his name's Brian Armstrong of Coinbase, the founder of Coinbase. And he was talking about when he first got started, you know, Coinbase basically is a a online place to buy and sell and store cryptocurrencies, right? And when he was first doing it, people thought he was crazy because they thought cryptocurrencies are crazy. And then he said, basically, I'm going to be making a, an online exchange or, or like a bank for cryptocurrencies. And people laughed at him, thought he was insane. But he love the concept of, he loved the idea of it. And this was back in like 2009, 10, no, 2010, because he read the uh, the paper about um, the blockchain and Bitcoin. And he was like, wow, this is kind of interesting. And this was something that got him up early, kept him up late, right? He lost sleep. He, he was working as a programmer for Airbnb at the time and said, you know, he would go home at, eight, you know, seven, he'd be done working at seven o'clock and he'd go home and from like eight o'clock to midnight, he'd be working on this project about how to get people to be able to store their cryptocurrency in a wallet, which was the basic beginnings of Coinbase. And now, you know, they just did an IPO not too long ago and Coinbase is worth billions of dollars and that dude is doing okay for himself. I'm sure his net worth is, is over a billion dollars as well. And I share that with you because that was a passion project for him. And pretty much anybody that you listen to on the how I built that podcast, right? A lot of it is that they weren't chasing dollars. They were trying to solve a problem and they were passionate about it, right? When Instagram was founded, same deal. The two guys that did that were like, there's no really easy way to share good quality photos online. Like you either had to be a photographer and use a fancy camera, like, but nobody really knows how to use their phone and get really good pictures online. And when they founded Instagram, that's kind of what they were trying to do. Obviously it's morphed into a whole bunch of other things and Facebook bought it. But the reason why they went through those struggles that they went through is because they really believed in what they were doing and they liked it, right? And so I would ask you to consider, is there something that you like, that you're really passionate about, that you could share with the world? I just got done watching a whole launch sequence from my friend Jeff Walker, Product Launch Formula. And unfortunately, you can't join him uh, anymore this year if you're listening in November of uh, 2021. But 
I was watching some of the case studies and the people that have been successful online. There's stuff that I didn't even know existed. There are people in some of these communities that are making six and seven figures a year showing people how to do things like decorative door hangers. I didn't even know that was a thing. There's people showing uh, people how to use a natural medicine for healing. There's like just so many things. So I know you're sitting there thinking like, who in the world would want to hear about my thing? If you go online and Google it and you see people talking about it or there's a forum or there's already a conversation happening online about it, then you know there's people that either have a problem that needs to be solved or it's not always problems. Sometimes it's just things that people enjoy and they want to do it with other people. If you see those things online, there is an opportunity for you to step into that space and share your expertise with the world. I think about right now as I'm recording this, it's again, November, 2021, NFTs, right? Non-fungible tokens on the blockchain. I'm not going to get into what they are. You can listen to some other podcasts. I'll actually share an episode of the Tim, uh, Tim Ferriss podcast. I was just listening to where they were talking about web three, web 3.0, which is essentially the people are thinking that NFTs and the blockchain and some of those things are going to be the next phase of how things happen because it's decentralized. And I know for some of you, like this sounds like a bunch of like a foreign language, but there's enough really smart people spending a lot of their free time or their time in nights and weekends working on NFT type projects, which is not just silly pictures of gorillas and apes online or, or pictures of LeBron James that you can right click and save as like, I know some people just don't get this, but as you think about cryptocurrencies and NFTs and the blockchain, and there's so many different, there's so many different opportunities that are going to happen on the blockchain. There are going to be millions of opportunities. There are lots of them right now for someone to step into that space. And if you're interested in it and you like it, matter of fact, my friend Alex Elliott does this. She has a Facebook group. I'll put the link in the comments uh, where she shares with people how to understand what's currently going on in the crypto market and how to take advantage of the different stuff that's out there. And that is a passion project for her. She shares it and she does pretty well for herself, right? There's going to be an opportunity for things like that, for people like that, where you can step into the space and say, listen, you need to start to learn how to use the blockchain or what the blockchain is all about or how to consider using the blockchain. And how does it make sense for you and your business? Even if you have a regular e-commerce business or a brick and mortar business, are there things that you could be doing with the blockchain, with NFTs? Are there combinations of things you could be doing there? It's like, there's so many opportunities right now. So if that's something you're interested in and you know something about, you are light years ahead of almost everybody else because you are an early mover in that space. It's still super early in the crypto world and even earlier in the NFTs world. And so if that's something you're interested in, you could create courses and podcasts and Substack newsletters and emails and like all that stuff. And you could make some of it free, which is what my friend Alex does with her, her Facebook group. But she also has a paid version of it as well. So you get into the free group. You're like, wow, this is really great. I want to take the next step because this is stuff that I'm interested in. How can I learn how to leverage this or make money with it or whatever? She also has a paid option. She's getting paid to do something she really loves. You could tell she's passionate about it, even if you didn't know her at all. Uh, I happen to know her, and I know she's passionate about it, and she's making a really good living. And as a matter of fact, she's left the United States and is living in Spain <laughs> and loving it. And I see some of the pictures she shares, like, oh, here's what I'm doing today, and look at the views that I have. It's amazing, right? She is doing something that she really loves and sharing it with the world and getting paid to do it. So I'm here to encourage you. You can do it. There's plenty of opportunities out there. I know it's hard to overcome your programming. If you're like me and you went to school in the United States of America, the, the educational system was set up and still primarily works 
as a system to create compliant employees, right? I'm not, I'm not trashing teachers or even the education system. I'm just saying that it was built during the industrial revolution to create people that would be compliant employees in a warehouse. And it, it has evolved. Our public school here is amazing. I love it. My kids, I actually went to the same school that my kids uh, are going to and have graduated from here locally. They do a lot of great things. They actually are teaching some things on entrepreneurship and, and other cool stuff. They have a TV studio and whatever. But I know primarily the school system is still set up in the United States to create good employees. And so you've been programmed pretty much for your entire lifetime, especially if you have parents that weren't entrepreneurs, right? To go to school, get good grades, get a job, and then just suffer there forever doing something you're not really passionate about, but you're getting paid okay and, you know, sacrifice a lot of other things in your life to do that. And then the company will take care of you forever. Well, the company taking care of you forever part is gone, right? There's no pensions and lifetime medical benefits like there used to be, right? I shouldn't say no, there are a handful but for a lot of it now it's you know you're a free agent and we're starting to see in the economy like you can be a free agent and you can do it relatively easily and when you start to do something that you like and that you love and you can see yourself doing for the long term you can figure out ways to get paid for it i'm telling you in just about anything listen there're always going to be a need for people that are doing the hard work that are doing the 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 manual labor that are out there digging ditches. And yes, we need people that um, are doing, you know, just had a plumber over to my house. Yes, all those trades are super important. But listen, you could even in those situations create, like if you're a plumber right now and you're listening to this, and you're like, man, I like my job, I'm, you know, or my business, I make a lot of money, but like, I can't see myself crawling under floors and doing this stuff forever. Like I'm tired and getting old and what, like you could create courses and online training systems on showing people how to run successful plumbing businesses or how to create more margin in their life if they own a plumbing business or whatever. So there's opportunities to augment what you're already doing that could become the bridge to something that you could do in your retirement that doesn't doesn't involve you trading hours for dollars. That's the big thing. If you're in a situation where you're trading hours for dollars, it's really hard to get away from that. And so if you can figure out a way to create some income outside of that, and again, those of you that are doing HVAC work and plumbing and, and auto mechanic stuff, like, yes, we need people to fix our cars and our homes and all that stuff. But if you're in that role, can you figure out ways to show people how to become, uh, how to get in the HVAC industry, how to become a better plumber, how to uh, open your own plumbing businesses, how to franchise a plumbing business, how to whatever, right? Those are all things you could be doing. So yes, you could still be doing your craft and doing it well, and maybe you love it, but you know, ultimately you're going to get to an age or a point where like you don't want to necessarily be doing that all the time. And then you have this thing, this course that you created, this newsletter, this paid newsletter, this paid podcast, whatever, helping people in that industry, in that niche, and then you're set. And then you can decide whether or not you want to take as many service calls as you currently do. Or you can back off on them and and still be making money through showing uh, through showing other people how to do what you've done so successfully, right? So there's lots of opportunity out there. Okay, can you tell I'm excited? Like I'm almost out of breath talking about it. I'm so excited because I, I figured it out for me. And there's lots of people in my sphere of influence and in my courses and my clients and my coaching clients and my students and the people in my Facebook group, Digital Marketing Mentorship. There are lots of people that are starting to figure this out and not only figure it out, but like make a lot of money in the process. 
and again, I'm not making any crazy income claims here, right? But it is possible. I know for some of you listening to this, you're like, nah, I can't do this. This is insane. I'm telling you, there are people that are not super tech savvy that are making a lot of money doing this. There are people that are older. I'm talking 67 years old. You would say like, oh, they're not very tech savvy. What are they doing? No, there's a, a woman in my group who, who really makes a lot of money showing people how to stay fit and eat a healthier diet and things like that. And this person doesn't even have a great internet connection at home. They do most of their stuff on Facebook Live on their phone through a 5G connection, right? So not even high-speed Wi-Fi. And she's doing really well. And she loves what she's doing. And you can tell she loves what she's doing. So a lot of you, I, I can hear it right now. You're talking back to me through your headset right now. But Dave, I don't know how to do this, or I'm not tech savvy or whatever. Listen, I can share case study after case study after case study of people in so many different industries that you wouldn't even believe, people that weren't even tech savvy. Like, If you have the ability to be listening to a podcast right now, and you have the, t the technology available to listen to this podcast right now, then you have both the ability and the technology available to you to create some kind of monetized content online that could set you free forever, but only... <clears throat> only if you love what you're doing. Because yes, there's going to be speed bumps on the road to progress, but you won't overcome them if you don't love it. And then if you do something that you really love, then it will help you unleash your awesome on the world. See ya. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Awesome. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And please share us on your favorite social media platforms using hashtag UnleashAwesome.